you know, do a podcast. Emotional. Care about. Do a podcast. Do a podcast. Okay. I was just being so in hospital. It's okay. Like in all quality, they do. But if you're that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. Set up for the past. I don't know. Like one of her. Yeah. Do a podcast at Apparently, do a podcast. He's do a podcast. He's do a podcast. Do a podcast. Hello and welcome to Roaming Reigns, El Paso's best podcast. Welcome to episode 35. I wrote 34 on the fucking notepad. I'm actually writing show notes and bullet points on graphing paper. And I'm writing the letters in each square in each block and it makes it easier for me to read my own notes. But yes, hello and welcome to a very special episode of Roaming Reigns. This is episode, let me double check that, 35. Welcome to RPR, Roman Public Radio. Stale air with your humble narrator and host, Roman. Why am I whispering? Why am I talking so low? Why am I talking so close into the mic? That's better. You can either hear me or you can't. You will or you won't. You shall. Greetings and welcome to another installment, another entry in the Book of Roman. It's episode 35. Did you like that intro? I fucking love that intro. I've been preparing that intro for, I don't know, an hour maybe? So it's two episodes away from the Nooch episode. The Snooch. Snoogans, the 37th episode. Can you believe it? I'm excited. Alexa, what? Oh wait, Alexa's dead. It's Saturday... August 22nd, it's 11 o'clock in the morning, and I got up fucking early to do this, to prepare, to get all my shit out of the way so I can record when it's not that hot, so I'm not cranky, so I can really get some shit going. How do you like them apples? But first, I want to say thank you to everybody that's been listening. I want to say, the last time I checked the analytics for the podcast, which I don't do that often, once a week maybe, just to make sure it's live, and secondly, because I've seen some of the play numbers go up. So thanks, you guys, whoever is actually playing this and, and sitting through it the whole way, or halfway, or a quarter way. Or if you're just listening, you take notes and to give me shit later on. It's all good. I think the last time I saw it, we were at 1,067, 1,070 plays. So 1,070. Thank you, guys. I've seen an uptick in plays or listenings or listenership. I don't know if they're downloads and, and, and I'm still not sure how the analytics work, but I've seen that there's been plays from Ireland, the UK, England, France, which was surprising. So bonjour to 
all the French or the French person who accidentally stumbled on this and <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this fucking American merde? I, I did take French in college. It's just not, it, it didn't stick that well, unfortunately. But I have been watching a lot of Roger Avery stuff that makes me want to reconnect with my French. So Roger Avery, the, of course, one half of the Pulp Fiction screenplay, the screenwriter that won the Oscar for Pulp Fiction. That's not Quentin. Anyway, he's Canadian, but most of his movies feature French speakers. So, thank you to Hold for Edit. See? It sounds like I say Hold for Reddit. Anyway, so we have a lot of stuff to talk about today. I might need to make this a two-parter, or I don't know. I always say that, and then I've only follow through with it once. This is what happens when you pre-prepare too much. Like, I had a whole hour, and I could have just started, but I don't know. I winged it. So yeah, thank you to the listeners. As always, thank you to Anchor, Kristen Carney, obviously, even though I don't think she's still doing Mentally Chill, but that's the podcast that pretty much inspired me to get on Anchor and get back on this shit, because SoundCloud was bullshit. SoundCloud would only let me upload up to three episodes and then charge for bandwidth. Fuck you. So Anchor is like a godsend to me. Also, it's about to be 11-11 here, and if you're into the corny shit, which I am, I'll tell you guys when to make a wish, so just make a mental note in about a minute. Before I get into anything else, I just watched the final trailer for Tenet, and it's this weird auto-two song by some guy I don't know, but the trailer looks bomb. I'm gonna go watch Tenet. I got my ticket for Tenet yesterday, so in ten, nine days... I think it's a Wednesday, not this coming week, but the week after. I think it's on the 31st, so it's the last day of the month. Oh, by the way, make a wish. It's 11-11. Insert the more you know soundbite here, or sound effect. I need a sound guy, a sound drops guy, like like Bald Brian from the Adam Carolla show. Yes, I'm going to bring that up once in a while. That click you hear is my fidget cube, which I figure if I was ever in... Christopher Nolan's Inception, that would be my my thing to let me know I'm not in a dream, is this fucking fidget cube. Which is funny, because the fidget cube is in itself like Inception. It's ever-changing. It's got all this shit. It's got a joystick. It's got a, a clicker switch. It's got a little spin wheel. It's got a little chrome button to press and three little roller things. A wedge for your thumb. And then five little dice buttons you can press. So, if you have AD fucking D, this is... you need this in your life, but... There it is. I'm going to delve heavily into Christopher Nolan stuff today, so if you're not a fan, no apologies, because, I mean, if you want to listen to this, cool. If not, thank you anyway. But yeah, I should probably start again, then move into the Nolan-verse. Join me, won't you, into the Nolan-verse? Saturday, August 22nd. I want to say October so bad. Saturday, August 22nd, 2020. It was 11-11 a couple seconds ago. Hope you made a wish. If not, laugh all you want. The weather, eh, it's gonna be a hot motherfucker, like always. It's day 147 of me being disconnected, as much as I can be. I'll still use Reddit, and no shame in it. Yes, I wasn't a proponent of Reddit when I was on the socials, but now that I'm not, I can go on Reddit normally, like a normal person, read stuff, comment if I want to, or just lurk if I want to. What really got to me is that yesterday, last night as a matter of fact, I saw somebody else with my username or my user tag from Twitter on Reddit, and they registered it six years ago, but by then I already had that Twitter tag, my Twitter handle, which is no nonsense mofo. so they had that on Reddit, but mine on Reddit, should I give it away? It's pretty easy to find, but it's not the same as my Twitter 
Twitter one, but I may even cut this out. I may just tenant the motherfucker and then just reverse time and shit. If you guys don't know the premise for tenant, let me put it to you this way, because I'm trying to understand, but these fucking movies are so over my head, I'm not even going to pretend. So, you guys aren't listening to my podcast. You guys are recording the podcast in your brain, in your ears, and beaming it back to me so that I can record it. That's the premise of Tenet. (laughs) This is time travel, or inversion. Inversion, as Christopher Nolan would put it. Can you invert it back to the part where you do my podcast? Come on, just do the pod. You're talking about a British filmmaker, one of the greats. He's pretty good. I'm a fan. You're talking about Nolan. Are we talking about the Nolan-verse? Yes. Yes, we are. Talking about the Nolan-verse. As I sip my pomegranate tea with a little bit of sugar-free imitation honey. But are you going to do my podcast? Boopity-boop or boppity-boop? Let's let's circle back to this gibberish that I just said. Is boppy-boop-boop? Boppy-boop? Something like that. It, it has to do with the Seth Rogen movie that's that just came out called American Pickle, which I did watch. But let's circle back to that in a bit. Let me answer her question. Um... How much are you going to pay us to do your pod? I thought it would be free. I thought it would be nice to get your perspective on what's going on. And since you're the host of RPR, and can you tell us what's going on in the States? I'm pretty sure you watch the news. Welcome to Stale Air. This is your host, Roman. This is the RPR Minute, the RPR Hour, where we'll be discussing the upcoming presidential election, which is less than 70, almost 70 days away. Hope everyone's registered to vote. I hope everybody's thinking about getting a flu shot. I hope everybody's washing their hands, wearing their masks, keeping away from people, etc. Imagine this was an actual (laughs) NPR show, which I I do listen to some on the radio. I have an old, my record player slash CD player slash tape player slash radio slash Bluetooth. Has radio. It only gets FM, but I listen to NPR when I can. It's pretty funny. It's it's exactly what you think. It's like low voice, very quiet. There wouldn't even be any fan noise or ambiance. It would just be like, and we're back. So that was such and such, so and so. But I do enjoy that. It's, you can appreciate the loudness and all the crowds and all the, the noise a little more when you get some quiet time. But this isn't one of those shows. So, sorry, were you going to do the podcast then? Were you? Mm, I respectfully decline at this at this moment in time. But thanks. But we have a Patreon. We have a network. We have lots of guests. We have co-hosts. We're doing a watch-along. I may, in fact, might have to do another watch-along for episode 37. I did want to reserve it for a special guest, but they might not be here until the fall. And this thing soldiers on, so I just want to know the special VIP that they were most definitely being considered for episode 37, but as luck would have it, I can't inverse time or we can't forward time but it's all good it'll still be a special episode with the vip when they get here anyway i was as i was saying thank you to all the people that have played or stumbled upon this by accident or were recommended or told or shared by whoever i appreciate it i appreciate the ones that have been listening since the beginning the ones that just started welcome to this madness to this joker type joaquin phoenix notebook filled with inane and insane jokes that i like to call roman reigns roaming reigns it just rolls right off the tongue doesn't it here we are episode 35 two away from the nooch episode which i think i might call it that so i was thinking of watching clerks and just doing commentary on it i don't know clerks maybe clerks too but i think clerks merits a watch just because it's near and dear 
It truly is. Well, you going to address that that goop, gobbledygook, gobbledygook, cockadoody? Yes, I did read misery, so cockadoody just came to me. Are you going to address that cockadoody shite at the beginning of the pod? It was a time lapse simulation of me listening to At Our Worst. Are you going to go there? Well, I had to explain that, didn't I? And then, of course, I've been on a Chris Cornell kick. Uh, Soundgarden, Audio Slave, Temple of the Dog, etc. But mostly a Chris Cornell kick in the last two, three days. So, I don't know. I don't know why. I just kind of wanted to hear Audio Slave, the, the first album. Which I, I, truth be told, I don't think I've listened to the second or however many albums after the self-titled Audio Slave album came out. I'd never listened to those, so just the first one and was like, can't really improve on greatness. I might have heard the singles from the next ones, but that first album was like fucking incredible. So I wanted to listen to Like a Stone, I Am the Highway, etc. And then I stumbled upon Songbook, this live album of Cornell just doing live acoustic versions of songs from Soundgarden and Temple and Audio Slave and shit, so his acoustic version of I Am The Highway is like fucking, dude, it gets to you. I dig it. So I've been listening to that, so I, I wanted to kick off the show with something from that Audio Slave album, just a little bit, just maybe 30 seconds. I typically do that, like I just pipe in 37 seconds of a track or whatever and hope that, you know, it's fair use. It's just a snippet, but anyway... Yeah, so I wanted to do that. I can't find my Audio Slave CD, so I can rip it to my computer and then just drop it in. So I just did it the old-fashioned way. Bluetooth it to the stereo, to the speakers, and then put the mic on up to it. Old school, which I think I've done it once or twice. I might just have to pipe this in at the beginning of the pod. Because you guys know this is El Paso's best goddamn motherfucking supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? Question mark? Supercalifragilistic existential what? That's such a kitschy fucking thing. Come on, such a kitschy fucking thing. Get the fuck out of here. So cutesy, did you read it on your love, eat, pray, pray, eat, love fucking decorations from Target? Home decor, paintings and shit? Oh, I'm, I'm in that kind of mood. I've, I've been in that kind of mood. So, earlier this week, it was probably Monday or Tuesday, I woke up surly as fuck because these motherfucking dogs on either side of the bunker, which is where I'm broadcasting from, deep in the heart, in the trenches, in the outskirts of El Paso. Cheers. Anyway, the neighbor's dogs, which you may or may not have heard on previous episodes, decided to have a barking match at 2.30 in the fucking morning. So, from 2.30 till about sunrise, till about 7, I couldn't fucking sleep because these motherfuckers... We're barking, and the walls of the bunker aren't super thin. That's why you hear cars rubbing their engines, birds chirping, fucking dogs fighting, kids screaming and yelling and shit. But anyway, I couldn't take it anymore, so I went on Amazon, and I'm like, how the fuck do I shut these fuckers up? I need something. I need a dog whistle. I need... So I think I had a dog whistle already, but I couldn't find the, the little end fell off, so that sucks. So I invested in a used bark control beeper thing, which hopefully doesn't hurt your guys' ears, but that was it. So you take this little clicker thing, you point it at the dogs, and it's supposed to... It's like a training thing, but fuck these dogs. Their owners don't walk them, barely feed them. They don't train them to shut up, so I'm going to train them to shut the fuck up at night. And they have been, for the most part. Or in the morning, if they start to get yappy 
I, I beep it. I have this on my bed with me. So if I hear any fucking noise, I just fucking roll over, press the button, shuts them the fuck up. Now, you may be wondering, isn't this cruel? Is this animal abuse? No, because I'm not fucking touching the dogs. It's conditioning the motherfuckers to not make any noise. During the week, weekdays, they will spend these dogs to my immediate left, which you guys don't know, but I'm facing west. These dogs to my left, they spend their fucking day under a small, dilapidated little pine tree. A big dog digs a hole there and lays there. The other one goes under a fucking blazer that's all junked and that doesn't run and stays there because it's so fucking hot because they don't give these fuckers cooling pads, water, or shade. I mean, they're loose, but these fuckers don't like to go to the far back end of the house where there's bigger trees and shit next door. I don't know, they're dumb or they're old, doesn't matter. The other dogs, the other two, the all-black pit and its little stubby pit mom, they go inside the house. It's like a duplex to my right. So they bring the dogs in sometimes, have witnessed the motherfucker kick and throw dogs. And animal services has come by many times, but they still haven't taken the dogs away. So I predict disaster is going to happen to those dogs. You already saw that they neglected one of the, the puppies from the litter that this fucking pit bull had. It just fucking dropped dead from the heat and they just threw the fucking dog away. And then the dad, I think the original dog that sired this litter, was trying to fuck the mom and then they were fighting. So that's when there was three witnesses in this house that saw the dude next door fucking punt, pass, kick, and chuck his dogs. Brought him into the house. The next day there was only two dogs left. There was a dog missing. So he either killed it and dumped it or he killed it and buried it. That, we don't have proof of the burial. But And again, this has all been given to animal services. But, you know, they said, they told my mom, oh, we're building a case. Fuck. Yeah, so until the dogs die, unfortunately, is when they'll go after these people. Now, going on to more dog talk... I'm sure Alicia is interested in most other people, hopefully. Anyone that, that's a dog owner that listens, like the homie Alex. Britt has Juno, Junie, Junebug, and my sister has a husky hero, Medalla. But last episode, I brought up Sophie, my dog, my skinny, lanky, blackmouth cur, a little bundle of joy, was in Midland because my ex rehomed her, or so she thought, and whoever she gave the dog to fucking surrendered Sophie in that shithole. I can't fucking believe this. And yeah, I wish I could go, but unfortunately the dog, Sophie, is not registered under me. On her chip is not my name, Alicia, unfortunately, so I, they won't be able to give me the fucking dog. So I hear this news just randomly too. It's like, oh, hey, by the way, Sophie's in Midland. She's in a fucking shelter. What the fuck? I'll forgive that there's not much in the way of, hey, how are you? No, it's just straight good news and then nothing so i haven't heard back from my ex with regards to sophie other than she was determined to go and get her and pick her up and bring her back which i'm all for you know working something out but what the fuck man you move out of a house with a big yard and shit and you have i don't know how many pets and you can't make room for that dog and then you give her to somebody and then that somebody fucking throws her away puts her in dog jail i'm not trying to pass horrible judgment but it's like it's your dog and when we had her we rescued her from this fucking psycho who would not feed her not give her water and he would fucking 
I'm pretty sure you hit her and gave her PTSD. And she's the sweetest dog ever. Sweet. She, she just needs a lot of affection. And it fucking kills me that... I mean, it would take a lot of convincing for me to bring her here. And I want her... If I could, I'll have her here and the cats and everything. But it's not my house. So until I get a house, I don't have a say. But I think if I explained it to the matriarch in that way, I could probably have Sophie here. But fingers crossed. Keep Sophie in your prayers. Hopefully she's okay. Hopefully she's already back. But again, I've tried to find out what's going on. Just radio silence. It's that's the irony. Is like I go, I go to the underground for a while, and it's like, hey, how are you? Blah blah blah. And then when I reach out and I want to know about a dog or something, it's fucking just it's dead silence. Which I don't even want to use that word. I, I don't want to think about anything bad happening to Sophie because I I love that dog. I do. So keep her in your thoughts. Hopefully she'll be back, and I can give you guys an update later. That has me worried, obviously. So where else do they listen? They listen to us in France, Ireland, UK, Netherlands, I think Spain maybe. Canada, of course, they're going to listen. Ironically, uh, this this hasn't taken off in Mexico yet. and It's a hard market to get into. Like I fucking know. I know there's some Mexican ants out there, but I'm not going to force them to listen to me. Spain, maybe one or two. Maybe the groupies there. And my respects, I mean, I've actually met her, but I don't know, I guess I'll get, I'll get this bullshit out of the way, then I'll talk about my bullet points and, and all this, but it's kind of a bummer. I saw on Reddit that a homie was on a podcast and I thought it was his podcast and I was excited. So I went on and started listening from the beginning and, and it was, the first guest was Jay Sarge, the guy who does the music or did the theme song for Tell Him Steve Dave. My favorite podcast of all time. What do you mean, more than... Do you mean more than my podcast or more than my network? I'm sorry to say yes. More than yours. I like Tom Steve Dave more than the Adam Carolla Show, Rogan Experience, which I've only listened to clips of. I, I cannot do the 10-hour Rogan Experience. The last clip I saw was Rob Zombie and Rogan, which, of course, Zombie's the man. Well, I like the Bill Burr pod, of course take a lot of a lot of cues and i mean i'm not trying to emulate of course i'm not bill burr but the one man thing i, I can do it bill did it for like years just an hour 30 minutes here or there of talking and then occasionally having guests i like that i like that it's not like oh who, who, who am i gonna get as guest 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 blah 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 i can do this and and it's been 35 episodes now so i think i got the hang of this but anyway it, it, it i saw the post about this podcast and i thought it was the homie luke brown which shout out if you're listening shout out to all the other fine podcasts and people that create them dave weimer cult of dave network ladondo and tommy l the hoof podcast the sister podcast to this podcast the paul the catholic baptism name of this podcast is the paw there's the hoof this is the paw the paw the best paw to cast in el paso super fan fucking tastic most amazing Incredible, unfathomable podcast in the universe, straight out of El Paso, motherfuckers. Anyway, listen to BS Bitches. Hope Jessica Hope Red is on the mend. I hope everything's going to work out for you. And Robin, same thing. I hope you guys record real soon. So it's Milady. I think Julie, I hope she's still recording because hopefully I, I want to be on any and all of those if I can. I mean, I'll work something up. Shout out to Alex and his brother Victor's podcast, Chill Shivers and Goosebumps. Uh, I'm not sure if Alex is actually on that pod or helps it or produces it, but his brother has put out three episodes, I think. 
so that's pretty cool and hopefully with Halloween coming we'll see another one I may, I may join them for, for one if I can if they'll have me and there's that you know and, and if you guys have heard this before so there's a lot there's a lot of love for podcasts except for a few but you know life isn't just all sunshine and roses life isn't fucking little socks with mickey mouse on one side and donald duck on the other more zombieisms but before i get into that so i saw this post on reddit about a new podcast and luke was gonna be the guest and i for the life of me i couldn't figure out who the fuck was the host he never says who the fuck he is he never says like hey it's this is what the podcast is and this is the guest, but he never introduces himself. Like, people are automatically going to know. I mean, it's it sounds great. It sounds good. It's not like this monstrosity, which I love, by the way. I love doing this. It sounds good. It sounds crisp. It, it rolls, except for there's a lot of mention of, you know, being high and shit, which I can't imagine doing this shit high. I can't even imagine doing this for more than an hour sitting down. But, so yeah, except for the mentions of that, like... I'm high, and then, I mean, it, it was a good conversation, and it didn't slow down for me at all. But I couldn't figure out who the fucking guest was, and I, and this is a clear case of mistaken identity, thought that Luke was the host. And, yeah, and there's only three episodes. I, I'm not going to name that podcast. I can't. I, it's not embarrassing. It's just, I don't know. Once I knew who was hosting, and I was like, oh, shit. I don't know, they, they may or may not listen to this, and if they do, fine, fuck it. If they don't, whatever. If they do, what can I, what can I say? What can I do? I'm not going to apologize. I got to be me. I got to be honest. But when I real, when I figured out, it was actually this morning when I saw, because I emailed the fucking, <laughs> I emailed the fucking podcast email. Excited. I was like, hey, I want to be on the 37th episode. I want to be the 37th guest, blah, blah, blah. Which I guess, I guess the premise of this podcast, not mine, of this podcast that I'm discussing that I just learned about last night is that they want to showcase fans and listeners of Tesdi to what effect? I don't know. But it seemed like a good idea when I when I initially heard about it. Tea break. And so I was like excited about it. I was like, cool, I thought it was Luke. I'm like, yeah, sure, this is awesome. I'm, I don't want to be the first one right away. I don't want to be in the middle. I want to be, you know, just egoism or whatever. Whatever, no. I don't have a swelled head. Well, not upstairs anyway. Nooch. But I was like, alright, I never do this. I never reach out to anybody. I never was like, hey man, can I be on the show or whatever? And so I, I emailed the email and still not realizing, still not, so still excited, still on a high. I was like, hey, this is pretty cool. This is interesting, which it's, I still think it is. I just, now that reality sets in, I, I cannot be a part of it. <laughs> I can't be involved. I don't know. It's this fucking curse of knowledge, man. I just, I can't. I can't. I can't, and I won't, and it's sad. It's a bummer, man. It's a bummer because I, I do, I am that kind of person that if I like something and I'm excited for somebody, I will, I'll support it, and I'll, I'll, I'll try to, to be that kind of person. But then also the duality in me is like, uh, fuck, if I know shit, I can't. But anyway, I, I still couldn't figure out who the fuck the host was. I couldn't pinpoint, I couldn't recognize the voice. Even after subtle hints of you know, comic book men and blah blah blah. So I'm like, is this who I think it is? And it wasn't. It was somebody else. And 
once I realized who it was, I was like, no, fuck, I can't, I can't. As, as chill and as cool as I want to be, I, I can't, I can't, it's... It's this curse I have of, of knowledge about people I just fuck. And again, it's not like it's a bad, a bad person or... It's not even that, it's just, I don't know, it's... I don't know what it is, I've always been steadfast on, I'm like, I'll give everybody a chance, and I did, and then things come to light, and then I'm like, okay, you just, you know, drift away from people. You don't want that negativity, you don't want that. And, and I mean, I'm not saying the podcast reflects any of that, which it doesn't. <laughs> It, it just bummed me out. I'm like, fuck, man, if it was anybody else or if it was anyone else but this, I'm like, yeah, I, I would I'd do a, col- a collaboration. And I even said it in the email. I won't read the email verbatim just because I thought it was somebody that wasn't. I thought it was Luke I was writing to. But So I was all excited. I was like, hey, whenever I'll, I'll work something out and I never reach out and give kudos or whatever. And, and I just, again, did not realize who it was until I realized who the fuck it was. And, of course reality sets in it's more embarrassing it's more embarrassment than anything else just like i I don't normally do this but i have the capability of being positive and uplifting but it's just once i realized who it was i'm like no i can't (laughs) i can't be involved i cannot it's not that i and i don't dislike or despise i have nothing against this person it's just i don't want to uh yeah it's I, i think me doing it this podcast the show this way is probably the chillest coolest way to do it for now and lesson learned don't reach out (laughs) that if i learned anything from this is to regress further and not reach out or at least make sure i know who the fuck i'm talking to before i email somebody after listening to their pod but see that's the thing like at least in the first episode i don't know about the the other two there's only three but never introduced himself never said like hey this is blah 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 and and here's my guess it was just like it, it was and I'm not being critical when I says it was kind of like a carbon copy, at least in format. Well, at least the intro, as Tell Em Steve Dave does, where they pull clips and then they play music and then more clips and then music and then the intro. And I don't, I mean, everybody has their own style of doing it. I, I feel like I want to do it this way or cold open or until I get a theme song. But now the likeliness of J. Sarge graciously and selflessly providing anything of that nature for this show probably flew out the window with that fucking email i mean i was complimentary as if i was that person and i read the email that i got i would feel pretty good about it i'm like yeah maybe i will keep doing it and i will have somebody on but now (laughs) now i'm gonna be the asshole as always because i'm not gonna respond to the email i'm not gonna I don't, I just feel like it's better not to hitch my wagon to anybody or, or especially involve myself with people that I'm just not comfortable with. It's, again, it's nothing against personally or anything. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. It's the the association. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We all have our stigmas and we all have our, I, I don't even want to call it reputation. I, I don't know what it is. It's just a vibe. And my vibe is probably like a hateful asshole, SOB, prick, whatever. But I truly don't care because I'm not on the on social medias. There was a discussion between this person and Jace Harge on the one episode that I did listen to, which I laughed and I did enjoy it. And, and I mean, it's a shame. <laughs> it's a shame that I can't I, I can't associate with this podcast just on principle. I don't know. I don't know. I I can't delve into it too much. But just trust me, it's better if I don't. But yeah, they were discussing um, TikTok and social media and feeling weird. I'm like. I might have tried TikTok for like a day and then I'm like, well, what am I fucking doing? And I just got rid of everything. At least on my phone. I mean, all the shit might still be there. Hopefully it's, I mean, I could just delete it all, but 
I don't give a fuck really. But yeah, people feeling people feeling old about TikTok, Snap, Marco Polo, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever the fuck. Yeah. You know what? I've enriched my life a little more without that stuff. I still haven't finished 1984, but only because the library. And let's turn the page on that for a while. No pun intended. Talking about the library. So the library's reopened for the... I believe they've been open for about a week. So Tuesday and Thursday, the local library here is open for curbside, and so I finally got some books. I I picked up The Power of When by Dr. Michael Bruce. What is it called? Discover Your Chronotype and The Best Time to Eat Lunch, Ask for a Raise, Have Sex, Write a Novel, Take Your Meds, and more. So yeah, Discover Your Chronotype. Actually, it's called The Power of When, so I want to figure out. As far as that goes, my chronotype, my bio-sleep rhythm is that of a bear, so... I guess it's the most common, the most typical, so I have to keep reading, but it's, it's pretty interesting. I also got a book in Spanish by another doctor from Mexico called Ya Superalo. That means get the fuck over it, in case you were wondering. Ya Superalo by Dr. Cesar Lozano. I had actually gotten this from my mom, but she just refuses to read anything that's not the Bible. So I'm going to read it, and I'm going to drop some knowledge on her here and there. And then the last book I got is the follow-up book from Jackson McKenzie, who wrote Psychopath Free. This book is called Hole Again. Healing your blank, healing, rediscovering, blah, blah, blah. So it's like getting yourself back together after toxic bullshit. So I dig that. So I got these books. I was stoked, man. I And I think it's kind of cool this way, except for you can't stay at the library and read. And you can't check out all the shit at once. You can't reserve shit, go in and pick it up and be on your way like you used to before. But new normal. Don't we just love that word? New normal. Oh, and I also checked out the Swamp Thing series on dvd the new dc one it's pretty fucking good i've been watching i think i've got up to four episodes it's pretty fucking gory and dark and cool r-rated shit too bad it got canceled but hopefully it comes back so i got the swamp thing i got the titans the fuck titans the the first season waiting on season two i also checked out do the right thing by spike lee i've never seen this movie but god damn is it apropos of this here and this was put out in 1989 rosie press by the way I think it was her first movie, but surprisingly, she looks pretty good compared to how she looks in fucking Birds of Prey. Do the right thing. She looks good. But yeah, the movie was cool. It was, like, too real. For it taking place in 1989, it's too fucking real. About race and shit and the cops and everything, so... I liked it. I've been wanting to watch that for a while. And then I also checked out Gods of Egypt. Don't ask me why, just randomly. Gerard Butler and Jamie Lannister from Game of Thrones. And then, of course, the one I've been waiting on for all fucking year is Jumanji, the next level. Fucking, been waiting on this motherfucking movie since January, and then we closed, and it was the next one on my queue. And then we fucking closed that week, so just on principle, I'm like, it's my turn, let me watch this fucking thing. So I'm probably gonna, I have the original Jumanji that I brought with me the day we closed, I checked it out, of course. And then... Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, and then this one. So I, I'm going to watch all three. I'm going to watch the Jumanji th- trilogy just because Robin Williams, come on. And then the Titans, of course. So I have some new stuff to read. I'm still reading Venom Volume 2. It's got pretty good. Apparently Eddie Brock has a son. Spoilers. Edward Brock has a son. What else about comics? Um, I don't think I've been reading any other comics, unfortunately. I think I want to stick to books for a bit and then... Once the library opens back up, comics. But, so, let's go back to Tenet 
and Christopher Nolan. Yeah, I got my ticket. I think it's on the 31st, so the 31st might be a Wednesday, and it's the special, it's going to be the special sneak preview before it opens on the 3rd of Tenet. So I got the ticket, I got it in the middle of the theater, they do cancel out the seats next to you, so it's only going to be nerds, they're probably at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, it's not going to be that packed, hopefully, on a Wednesday, come on, but I can't wait to see it. That means, going on, moving on to Nolan and directors and movies, that I have to finish watching The Dark Knight, and then interstellar and then dunkirk to get ready for this i think i watched all the other ones but i don't know if i can <laughs> i don't know if i can sit through all the nolan movies again from the beginning but tenant's gonna be good i have high hopes i don't give a fuck about the reviews i'm, I'm gonna watch it and make up my own mind so this is el paso's beds how can i not say this i'm gonna say it again because i believe it so on my show notes and bullet points i have el paso's best podcast and it is and also tomorrow's get em day. It'll be a day 148 of me not being on social media or anything. So since I won't be able to record to commemorate it, I'm saying it now. Tomorrow is 148 day. Get em day. August 23rd. So I talked about the email mistaken identity and the fucking pod cart that I shall not be collaborating with. I had a ghost dream last night. It was weird. Or, or something. I was between being awake and being asleep and I was laying on my side and I was, was like, I don't know why I was dreaming or thinking like I think i'm gonna get slimed by a ghost for lack of a better word and it wasn't like the ray dream from ghostbusters where he's getting a blowjob which i wish it was like that but i don't know or i don't know it just felt like static on the back of my neck and my back i was like what the fuck am i getting possessed but didn't happen i just woke up it was weird i'm not gonna talk about ghost dad but i do own that fucking fucked up (laughs) bill cosby movie i think i own it or i might have sold it no, it's here somewhere. Ghost dad is fucked up. You don't want to give a guy like that fucking powers to be invisible and to be a ghost. So I talked about the library. So the library is open Tuesday and Thursday. Only a couple people. They come out. They bring you your stuff. Supposedly it's contactless, but they literally give you the bag inside the car. So hmm. speaking of contact and shit, tomorrow I will undertake another task or another experience that may or may not result in sequelizing a recently released episode of this podcast. So stay tuned for that. Possible part two. But, okay, Chris Cornell, yeah, fucking been jamming on the Soundgarden and Temple and Audio Slave and shit. The Audio Slave videos are kind of cool and weird. I've only seen, like, three, but the Cochise one, the 1970s, like, car chase movie-style video was pretty cool where they crash at the end just to see Cornell driving. And you're like, oh shit, are they going to roll? Are they going to be hurt? And knowing that he survived that, but he left this earth a different way. It's kind of a bummer. Talked about that. Talked about books. Oh, the lyrics for Cochise is like, for the song Cochise is like, I've been watching, I've been watching you coughing and something like that. Something about watching you coughing and, and choking or whatever. So it's kind of funny. And the comments reflect that. It's like Cornell was writing about this pandemic shit way back when. Something about, well, I've been watching you coughing, and etc, etc. It's pretty funny. And my ankle popped. Not the usual creaky ankle, but close. So, this week, been kind of sluggish, and been <laughs> needing to take some naps here and there because of fucking Monday fucked everything up with these fucking dogs, but fuck. I'll be alright. I have, oh, by the way, I got, I tried a new cold nitro brew from Starbucks. I don't know if I like it, the salted honey fucking nitro cold brew salted honey caramel or whatever they didn't like it i just took a sip of it but i don't like it as you would guess it's too salty i think i'll just stick to the regular nitro cold brew with sweet cream fuck it also i'm at a whole cream so 
crisis mode. Oh, I watched a couple things before I lost HBO Go. What the fuck? HBO Max. American Pickle with Seth Rogen was fucking awesome, where he plays like the long lost grandfather and then the modern day like app developing dude. It was pretty, it had funny parts to it, it had dramatic parts. I liked it. It was like a mature Seth Rogen, so I dug it. I'm not gonna spoil it too much. It's on HBO Max, but American Pickle, it's pretty dope. It's like about family and loss and death but not only that and then it it's about like what would you do if your great grandfather whoever who lived a hundred years ago could live in this modern era and see what you've become so it it made me think and i heard seth rogan talk about it to mark Marin. so i really wanted to see this movie it was really good i liked it oh and weight loss i forgot to talk about weight loss so let me circle back i'm under 190 again but i don't know if that has to do anything with my mood or or you know my sluggishness but Feeling lighter is cool. Like yesterday, I forced myself to get up and do yoga with Adrian. I did wake up yoga, wake up morning yoga at 7.30 at night. Went out to walk until about 9.30, and I was sluggish, man. But once I finished the walk, I was better. But I felt just like not in the mood, shitty. My knees were hurting. Stomach wasn't the greatest. It is now, but... And then just went walking, and it went... It all melted away, so I, I think I'm all the better for keeping it going. If I don't do yoga, I'll feel like shit. i put it that way. So, if you guys want to try yoga with Adrian, go on YouTube. There's a lot of stuff there. And it's all free. Even the friends and listeners in Ireland, the UK, Spain, France, Netherlands. Shit, even Canada. I don't give a fuck. Try it. Oh, tomorrow, by the way, is SummerSlam. But I could not give a fuck less about any of those matches. Except for maybe the Asuka match against Bailey and Sasha. Because I can't stand those two bitches. I want Asuka to get both belts. I want Asuka to be the unified women's champion. Because she deserves it. Those two bitches don't. What else? Eh, I think there's some NXT shit tonight. Which I may watch. Not sure. I'll watch later on. I don't even know if I can still watch it. Because Spotify Premium's going away. And the WWE Network's going away. So if anyone has any any of these that they want to share. Or HBO Max. Or Hulu Live. So I can watch AEW. I'd appreciate it. I can't afford that shit. I'm literally unplugging everything. I don't have... <laughs> I'm trying my hardest to make it through the end of the year, given the circumstances. I would go back in a heartbeat. Even if I'm working part-time, I'd go back in a heart- heartbeat to work curbside at work. But hasn't happened yet, so fingers crossed. It's from everybody. Hopefully. Hopefully they can call us back soon, because goddamn. Talked about Reddit. Reddit's cool, except for this <laughs> this mistaken identity thing with that podcast. But fuck it. At least it's... It's kind of, it's more freeing in a way because I'm not always connected. So even if I'm on Reddit or whatever, and if somebody writes, doesn't mean I'm going to have them chirping in my ear this whole time. So I'm sure it'll be good times and success and good luck with that podcast. And, and, and I may listen to the, the Luke episode, but for now it's like, eh, just let sleeping dogs lie. Speaking of, I still have to listen to the Walt Flanagan episode of Fascination Street. And then, of course, Chuck Staten's interview with Walt and get him's two-parter because I like Chuck. Chuck. Chuck's a renaissance man, man. He's a fucking photographer, videographer, podcaster, improv comedy, all this shit, writer. Fuck. It's exhausting, Chuck. Take a break. But I would, I would have somebody like Chuck on the program since, I mean, just, just to see what it's like working for the, the guys, but not only that interest is like, what's typical day in the life of Chuck? So I made that's another person I'd reach out to. It's, I mean, everybody wants a celebrity. Everybody wants to accuse the the Johnsons, the Ming Chen, the Mike Zapsics. 
<laughs> no, they're still celebrities, but I think the behind the scenes people are, are a little bit more interesting than, than that. So I don't know. I don't know. We just want to have them on here and hopefully Zoom. I'd, I'd prefer Google Meeting if you guys can, but if not, I'll work something out with Skype. But Google Meeting would work a lot better for me if there's any way to record off of that. If anybody's acclimatized to Google Meeting, I'm all for it. Anyone who's anyone. But but are you going to do all, all network, all podcast, all patron? Well, we won't charge people for your episode. Well, then why the fuck have me on? How much are you going to pay us? All, all my accents also, too, come from... Snatch, Lockstock, Lair Cake, all these British gangster movies. Kingsman. Except for this one exaggerated bit that I did last week was a parody of Justin Timberlake parodying one of the Gibb brothers from, from, what the fuck was it? The Bee Gees, yeah, the disco guys. Just because he had, like, big teeth and he said, no, no, I don't. And it just stuck with me. And also the Nolan movies, the Christian Bale accent all influences more british accents accents not so much harry potter harry potter's too pronounced and too easy gotta go for the the harder the harder accents so like rock and roller those type of movies but yes shall i circle back well anyway by the way i hope everybody's doing all right alex brit amy red neener robin just well everybody everybody but i mean they know who they know who they are I guess I can use these last 20 minutes to delve into the exciting world of AOW. Again? Again? But what are you going to do? Are you going to do episode two? I might. I don't know. What can I say that hasn't already been said? What can I say that hasn't already been said in a previous pod about at our worst? So what I don't understand is like why... You don't want people to listen to you and just don't say anything about it. Just let it, just let it drift into obscurity. But when you <laughs> reach out... When you scrub it, when you do all these things, it's like, oh, fuck, I fucked up. To me, this is like a time capsule. And yeah, I might say some things that later on, or next year, next week, or next month, I'll be like, what? Did I say that? I mean, I don't say anything too offensive. I mean, if people might think, oh, he's a fucking woman hater. He's a hater, period. He's putting this other podcast in. Well, number one, that podcast doesn't exist anymore. I had nothing to do with that. Number two free to speak my mind number three i had mentioned it before i think in a way to share with people and to be like hey you guys should listen to this and then based off of that based off of me mentioning another podcast i get the third like can you not talk about us can you whatever and this is all speculation because again i don't read i don't read that shit but i thought it wasn't good fun shit i was even like hey bring it back i'll be a guest i don't give a fuck and maybe based off of that, it was like, I gotta get rid of all this. I gotta delete this. I don't want people to know anything about me. Then why put anything out there at all, you know? I mean, I'm not saying live the way I live or do things the way I do or do what I do. But, you know, when I take a step back from all this noise, this social media garbage noise, I feel better. I feel more collected. I feel like I'm myself more and more. I don't need to read all that shit to know the news. The news still finds its way to me. Knowledge still finds its way to me. And not not just knowledge about news and current events and political shit. News about people and situations and people in in circles I used to run with, etc. That's just how life is. But I don't need social media for that. But, I mean, if you recant, if you quote-unquote indian give i don't know what's the pc what's the sorry i had to burp what's the pc term for indian giving or retracting or <laughs> is indian giving a not a pc term anymore is anything a pc term anymore like you have to ask that shit but then whoever came up with latinx didn't ask anyone if they were into that so fuck that 
fuck Latinx, man. For real. But to be honest, I may give it a whirl. Well, I listened to some. I don't know. Let me play some of this. I don't know if I want to do it on mic, though. Let's stop and starting this shit is like... I don't know. It's kind of annoying. Well, I do have the thumbnail. Well, what I remember from... Why are you? Why do you smell like a fish? <laughs> or why are you holding a fish? Was slow to really open up to the, to things. Is like there was things mentioned, but nothing specific or well specific things about dating and sleeping and etc. And then it sort of catapulted into the friends with benefits episode two episode. But the first one was kind of like uh, let me dip my toe in the water and see how much I want to share, and then see what happens so it, it was very inconspicuous it wasn't super detailed it wasn't super specific but it was like okay i'll date this one didn't connect date another one didn't connect fine or kind of elevating self-elevating self-aggrandizing oneself like oh i talked to somebody online and then when they came up to me in real life it was weird well what did you expect exposure does that to you but also don't be too surprised because you Let's let's look at things that people do that they don't think about. They share where they are. They share what they're eating. They share who they're with. They share what they're doing at all times. So it becomes pretty easy to find them if they want to be found. So it's not too surprising. Plus, if it's not the only time it's happened where somebody approaches you from only talking to you or knowing you online, don't be so surprised. It's happened to me, but in my case, it's like ignorance is bliss. It's like, I don't know who the fuck you are. Or if I do recognize somebody, I will stop and talk to them. But I'm not in the custom of like, ah, oh, shit, I got recognized. Fuck. And I, may, and I might be recognized next summer and I don't give a fuck. But, I mean, no, no one's looking to ask me out or take me out on a date or, you know, etc. I'm just a dude. So, no, I'm not saying women are weak and susceptible to these online shenanigans or whatever but you got to be a little, a little bit more wise a little bit more cautious i would say i mean if especially if it's happened more than once but also don't be surprised at the awkwardness of somebody approaching you if they quote unquote know you from online because it's not like a stranger it's not like it's a stranger approaching you it's somebody that you knew or talked to or whatever and i know this is probably gonna happen to me in a year and i don't give a fuck but it's always my choice who i talk to and who i don't so if it's somebody that i don't want to talk to and they come up to me well fuck it We'll see how that develops, but... Yeah, so it was one of those, like, oh, this guy that I was talking to, and then we stopped talking, and then he came up to me in person at a bar or a date or a cake shop or whatever. Well, and then what, you're going to pretend you don't know him? That only works for me, by the way. Me pretending to be deaf, or me, only I can pretend that I don't speak English, because I look the part, so I got that going for me, but no. No, the, the first episode was tame in the sense that not a lot was shared or disclosed yet it's not until episode two where the real fun begins to borrow a phrase from the star wars prequel memes this is where the fun begins but it was kind of an eye-opening thing in in so far as like so what happens with tinder and bumble and and i don't use those anymore ah bullshit the first thing about inception is never believe <laughs> never believe everything <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying like, well, don't be, all you have to do is be paranoid all the time because they lie, they lie. Everybody lies. Might be the case. You may or may not be on Tinder anymore or Bumble. There's, there's all these avenues to meet people. I just contend that it's easier to do that in person, even during a pandemic. But of course, I have no necessity to date or to have that attention or validation because, hey, I remembered the term is histrionic personality disorder. Not everyone has that. Not everyone has that need for attention and validation 
and affection and need for being surrounded. I'm sure there's people that without being or having histrionic personality disorder, they do enjoy the company of people and crowds and friends and etc. It's called being sociable. I'm, I'm just not that kind of person. But I know that if the internet went dead and all we had was telephones or cell phones or whatever, I'd be fine with the people that are on my texts. I'd be fine with just talking to them. The only thing I worry about is, am I going to have enough time to read after I edit this? I don't, I don't worry about superficial things like, what is this person or this group or this clique going to think? Who gives a fuck, man? And that's why one of the freedoms that comes from not being on social media is this freedom to do and say anything within reason. Again, I'm not fucking digging my heel into the jugular of, of at our worst. It's just, it had potential. Let's be honest, it had some potential, but as most things do, just life happens and, and it doesn't work out. But I still personally would like to see a revival, not so that I can get the, the adulation or the praise or, or be like, see, I did that. I mean, it's just interesting to me to think like what, what made this podcast stop, what made the podcast be scrubbed and, and disappeared off the internet, which it's still, it's still up there, at least as of today, it's still available. But it's, it's, it's an interesting thing to consider. Like, if you only did three episodes and you didn't really publicize it or, or pimp it out or whatever too much, then just leave it alone. <laughs> and nobody told me to listen. I was like, all right, I'll listen to it. Nobody insisted I do it. N nobody makes me do anything I don't want. That's another freedom. But I listen to it. I want to give it a chance. And here I am still breathing life into it. Why? I don't know. Equal parts probably because I was told... Well, not even suggested, I was told not to talk about it, so I kind of have to now. And I could probably do like a whole minute of, I could probably do a whole hour just talking about it, you know? But maybe I'll just do one minute of it, just because. What if I did like one second, one second of this, instead of... Holy shit, my eardrums. What, what was that? Ah, there it is. So, I'm kind of playing it now. Okay, I just listened to a minute of it. I don't even have my earbuds in. I have it on my desk, and it is so loud that my ears still ring from the first minute. So I think the flagship, the tagline is about dating and relationships in the modern world. And so there was an emphasis in the first minute that it was only going to be about the worst experiences in dating and relationships in the modern world. Only the worst experiences. I mean, it, it's in the title, the worst. But does it really have to be only the worst? <laughs> Couldn't it be? Could you start with some good stuff? I, I guess people don't respond to the good, positive stuff. Like, oh, I had this good date. I dated this good guy and then ended. So is it telling? Is it telling that maybe people, men, women, only like the bad guy or the bad girl? If it's the focus of 
at our worst is to only talk about the absolute worst experiences in dating and relationships in the modern world. And the idea being that everybody's gone through it, so everybody relates. Mm, that could be possibly true. We've all had good dates and hookups and relationships and bad ones. Do I want to talk about all the worst experiences I've had dating and, and all that? I feel like it would fall flat also because I'm a guy, so everybody's going to think, oh, he's just after one thing. There's no sympathy for the, for the dude nowadays. The dude abides, man. So I did an AOW minute. I should probably just do that. Like, do an AOW minute. There's at least 30, so I could probably do 30 minutes of this. I don't know. I'll try it again. I'll try it again. Let's try it again. I don't know how many times I've heard this, and it's already, like, stuck in my head. It's it's a little... It's ringy. See how loud is that? You could filter. There it is. The first mention of Tinder. Or Bumble. Or both. I don't know. Maybe I should, I should have slowed it down more. But I didn't. It's more creepy when you slow it down, by the way. It's scary. I, when you hear podcasts at half speed or .8 speed. Fucking creepy. It sounds like this. Like so there in a minute, it tells you everything you need to know. They don't know what they're doing, but it's okay. It's okay. Pat yourself on the back. It'll be fine. It'll be all right. I don't know. I really am not, like, putting this <laughs> show down. I'm just trying to understand, like, the greatest mystery in the universe as a male to me is females. So I don't know what the fuck they think. I've been alive for 37 years. I still don't know what the fuck is in their heads. <laughs> Shit, I couldn't even remember Beth Sanchez's name, right, Alicia? But now I, now I do. I don't know. I think I'll just do an AOW minute at our worst. I'll do an AOW minute and analyze the minute. I think I can do that for a whole episode. Or in every episode, I should say. It's like a gold mine and just it's a gift that keeps on giving. Oh, I think I should end with this. Since I only have 10 minutes and then I have to whittle it down. But yeah, there's your AOW at our worst minute. The worst minute <laughs> you're ever going to listen to. <sighs> but anyway, I wanted to move on to, of course... This fucking person, this porn star, you may have heard of, Mia Khalifa. Why the fuck am I talking about this girl? I've never seen in my heyday of, you know, delving into smut and whatnot. I had never heard of her. I'd never seen her until the news outlets and Reddit and Google News just alerted me that this girl was having beef with some porn production company. But before I get to that... There's a little news story published on the local radio station website, which I can't stand this fucking radio station either. KLAQ from El Paso is fucking the worst. It's a rock station, but it's they're stuck in the 80s, man. 80s and 90s. Plus their morning show is garbage. <laughs> oh, could I do any better? 
fucking A, and I do. That's why I do it here, because I don't need a radio station and a program director telling me what the fuck to say. Also, it's a lot of, I think it it's syndicated throughout the panhandle in fucking far west Texas, so a bunch of remote towns listen to it and shit, so you can imagine the listenership they have. I mean, I guess their higher Hispanic or Mexican listenership is in El Paso proper, but I also got a lot of good old boys out there in the oil field and the farming out there in the West Texas and Marfa and shit and the panhandle listening to this hot garbage. Anyway, it's not about the morning show, but I can do a whole episode just... It's just radio, man, is not that good anymore. Everybody knows. Everybody knows that. What do you think? Spotify and, and podcasts are on the rise. But it's not about them. So I found out that this Mia Khalifa is actually a graduate of my alma mater, of my university that I graduated from. So I graduated from the University of Texas at El Paso. I did, believe it or not. And this bitch did too. Now, you may be wondering, Roman, why are you calling Mia Khalifa a bitch? Come on. Is it because she's exercising her sexual freedom and she's sexually liberated and she's an empowered woman and all this? No. I don't hate her because she's a woman. I dislike her because she's ridiculous. Anyway, so this ad, this article, rather, written by one of the annoying morning show hosts, this chick. I won't even give her name, but she's annoying. So anyway... The whole purpose of this radio news article is to say that Mia Khalifa is now on Cameo and this bitch is charging $300 on Cameo and they linked her fucking Instagram, which I'm not on, it's just on the page. It says, link in my bio to DM me on Cameo or book me to roast your ex or to shout out your basic frat or to wish your third cousin who kind of looks like me a happy birthday. Some of y'all are weird, but I'll deal with it if it's for a Lebanese Red Cross. Get the fuck out of here. So, $300 to to the Lebanese Red Cross? Fine. That I get. Couldn't she just give her money for that? Without doing a cameo? Without absorbing the spotlight? That's why I don't like her. Also, I hate... I'm gonna paraphrase this motherfucking article, but I'm not gonna give them much praise. Blah, blah, blah. Cameo is our favorite thing on the morning show. Blah, blah, blah. It's a website where you can get private messages from some of your favorite celebrities so in other words celebrities are whoring themselves for money let me get that brian quinn cameo let me get that Murr cameo no thanks lots of celebrities and even some that you don't think are celebrities are on cameo categories range from actors to athletes to content creators fuck a content creator cam girls patreon only fans girls are not celebrities fees range from 50 can go upwards to two thousand dollars depending on the celebrity level this is what fucking kills me is every time somebody like took a shit in El Paso or whatever, they automatically is like, alright, she's from here or whatever. Gives a fuck. Now, if somebody was to write an article about me and say, oh, he's born here, like nobody would fucking believe it. Nobody would give a shit. But if you lead off with like, oh, Alan Tudyk, the voice of the Joker, King Candy, and Mr. Nobody from Doom Patrol was born in El Paso or lived or whatever, then he's El Paso. He's El Paso. I dig that. But this bitch, because she went to U- to UTEP, to my university, now she's from El Paso, or there's El Paso ties to this bitch. So let's continue with this article, which is going to annoy the fuck out of me. Now someone who once lived in El Paso is featured on Cameo. Oh, God, see, there it is. She once lived in El Paso. Now she's on Cameo charging 300 bucks for fucking Red Cross instead of her donating her porn money herself. Or don't even charge on Cameo. Just be like, people donate. You don't need to do the fucking private message. Fuck her, man. Why do you need that for? 
would I pay $300 of my hard-earned money to have Mia Khalifa be like, Hi, this is Mia Khalifa, the fucking porn star and ex-UTEP grad. Please listen to my fellow UTEP graduates podcast, Roaming Reigns. Would I pay her 300 bucks to say that? Fuck no. Fuck no. I'd rather buy a Switch or buy that Tesdi backpack and lunchbox on eBay. Fuck that. Fucking $300. Anyway, this is fucking pissing me off now. Now someone who once lived in El Paso is featured on Cameo. Former YouTube grad and former porn star. Former porn star. I mean, she may not be getting all holes filled. She may not be getting fucking finger cuffed. But whoring herself out for money on Cameo. Come on. Come on. But she's doing a good thing. But she's doing it for the Lebanese Red Cross. Khalifa will be donating all the money she gets from her cameos to the Red Lebanese Red Cross. In the wake of the devastating explosion in Beirut, where Khalifa is from. She's a Lebanese there. I get it. I get it. Is there any other way that you can raise money other than Cameo? Like, just ask people to donate. Donate yourself. Use your celebrity for that. Like, don't be like, I'll give you a message if you give 300 bucks. If you pay 300 bucks, then I, I don't trust that the money that goes into her hands, the whole thing's going to go to the Red Cross. Fuck that. I don't believe it one bit. Now, does she need to use that tragedy in Beirut? to boost her cameo shit i don't know there, there's something off about it ethically there's something off about it in the wake of the devastating explosion in beirut where khalifa is from she has decided to spread some kindness spread <laughs> spread them yes i'm gonna make those fucking jokes also in the debacles that she's had with bang bros the the porn company that she used to work for they keep using the buzzword smear campaign so smear porn star spread come on make the connection in your brain that this is done on purpose these buzzwords but anyway she's decided to spread spread them spread some kindness earlier this month khalifa auctioned off her infamous trademark black rimmed glasses on ebay for a whopping hundred thousand dollars with all the proceeds going towards the lebanese red cross i feel like that's good and noble i'll give it to her that's fine donate your fucking glasses donate them to some fucking perv whoever's gonna fucking nut on them or wear them and you know do his business who cares that's all you need to do is auction shit but cameo to shout out a frat over on cameo you'll find out mia is available for 300 she's available for 300 like a fucking only fans chick or patreon or only cams or webcam she's a sex worker she was a sex worker she will be i don't even know what the fuck she graduated from in utah and i don't give a fuck the fact that she's saying that she only made twelve thousand dollars doing porn i'm not gonna put this chick down but i mean some people just kick up dirt to kick up dirt to be in the limelight be like look at me i'm still hey guys and she's what like 27 29 i don't know how fucking old she is oh i think i have i think i have a screenshot of this of her bio here and then i'm gonna fucking close it out because i'm fucking pissed off where is it no yeah, i don't want to go into the bang bros shit but maybe next next week she's not bad looking when she wears clothes and glasses and shit but i mean the fame her fame her celebrity comes from porn and now she's denouncing it like oh i only made twelve thousand bucks and former porn star and she's here's what the wikipedia or whatever the fuck says Mia Khalifa, also known as Mia Kalista, is a Lebanese-American media personality, sports commentator, webcam model, webcam model, and former pornographic actress. Born in Beirut, she moved to Maryland in 2001. She began acting in pornography in October 2014, becoming the most viewed performer on Pornhub in two months. She's February 10th, 1993, age 27, 5'2". She's married in 2011, divorced 2016, and now she's married again. 
Education, University of Texas at El Paso, Northwest High School, Mesa Nutton Military Academy. Fine, whatever. I mean, if you went to college and shit, she's a sports commentator? The fuck is she commentating on? Puck nuts? I don't know, man. It's so hard not to be like, well, you're on Cameo, charging 300 Are you really going to donate that money? The 100 k is fine from the glasses, but I don't know, man. And then you're going to ask, like, well, have you, done it? have you donated to the Lebanese Red Cross? Well... I am not working, but I'm bringing it up now, so anybody that's listening and you can donate to the Lebanese Red Cross, the Beirut disaster, any other disasters, where is that other explosion, that gas explosion, fuck, I forget where it was, the gas station exploded, I forget where it was, but it's, I don't know if it's Europe or somewhere, and it wasn't Beirut, it was somewhere else, I don't know, but I mean, if you can bring awareness to this shit and be like, hey guys, if you can donate, donate to it, fine, but 300 bucks, and then you get a fucking half-assed cameo from this chick i'd just as soon be like hey well not rob bruce fuck that hey mike and ming can i have a, a cameo for my podcast sure i don't know man this is this is kind of infuriating like if mia khalifa went to utep and i went to utep and i try to do something and then she does she's done her all right never mind everybody knows what she's famous for she's renouncing that she's saying oh no that's not it wasn't fun it's behind me. It's not what I'm known for. It's exactly what she's known for and what she's going to be known for. It's just, what's that old adage called? The spade a spade. Embrace who you are. Be who you are. That's who she is. Are you objectifying her? Is she just an object for pleasure? Well, no, but she capitalized on it and now she's saying it didn't exist. It's like, it, it, it goes back to the AOW thing. It's like, so Mia Khalifa wants to scrub the internet of all her porn. Come on, man. And AOW wants to scrub their episodes from the internet come on man embrace it embrace it yeah call it a, a hiccup or a mistake or it's like we have respectfully decided to go on a hiatus or we won't be producing any more episodes or this or that just something don't don't just like try and quietly sweep shit under the rug like you know i don't know fuck i've been going for an hour and a half now i'm gonna have to edit this fucking thing down i just i hope you guys enjoyed the aow minute because i think i've stumbled onto something i have been watching the sopranos too i'm on season five been feeling pretty good about that i'm gonna wait i'm gonna try and read i'm gonna try and eat something because i'm fucking hungry you have been listening to the greatest the best goddamn el paso podcast in the history of the universe the greatest super fan fantastic super califragilistic xp xp existential crises mode from deep in the heart of el paso hello and you've been enjoying Roman Public Radio on the Roman Public Radio Broadcast Network. I don't even have a network. I don't even have an internet connection. <laughs> Fuck, man. What? It, it was a good idea, like fucking, I don't know, showcasing... Well, I don't know, a, a fan podcast about another podcast? That's like me doing this podcast, a fan podcast of AOW at our worst. This is a fan podcast. I am a fan of that podcast. I'm fucking still talking about it and listening to it, and I'm going to. I'm not trying to bury it. I didn't fucking scrub it and remove it from the internet. I didn't take it away from people. They did, but it's very insightful. It's insightful, I want to say. There's fucking bugs on my window. I gotta go eat something. But, yeah, I'm not saying, oh, let's censor and let's stop the press and don't talk about this shit anymore. Probably gonna end it at 1.37, but I'm gonna go see Tenet. Well, I'm gonna record something before Tenet again, but goddamn, man. <laughs> This was a, a wild ride. I don't know. Well, I hope everybody's safe and sane and happy. Try and read more, sleep more, 
wash your hands, wash your ass. Halloween is coming, we have to get ready. Register to vote. Wear your fucking mask. I'll show you my fucking mask one of these days, but fuck, man. From deep in the heart in El Paso, from deep in the bunker in El Paso, this has been El Paso's best motherfucking supercalifragilisticexistentialcrisis podcast. Roman Reigns, and this is Roman saying al rato. I'll figure out how to say al rato in French, Irish. What do they speak in Belgium? What do they speak in the Netherlands again? Dutch. Dutch. I remember. How do you say al rato in Dutch? How do you say it in French? How do you say it in every language? Anyway. Oh mama, today I met a young man. Actually, I did not. Or a young woman. I didn't meet anybody. But I'm gonna go zap these fucking dogs with this thing. Brip. So I bid you adieu and I'll say al rato. Orale. Orale vato. Al rato. No podcast. Jordan Peele.